0: hi my name is bridget
1: hello my name is adam and And we've we've never
0: never seen
2: caravan Caravan
0: of courage (laughs) in it's
2: close
1: (laughs) we almost had it and we're not doing a second tip we're doing it in one
0: well you started to do eyebrows and then (laughs) i lost it i like to change inflections
1: makes it fun for the listeners i assume they can't see the eyebrows.
0: <laughs> they That's can so. hear them, yeah. That's
1: right. I want them to hear my outrageous eyebrows. That's the point.
2: <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Fine All Watches. My name is Johnny, and you heard up top. Bridget, and Adam. And this week, we're taking a look at 1984's Caravan of Courage, colon, and Ewok Adventure. We are all massive Star Wars fans. Maybe not equally, but we're, I think, in the massive category. And I think this is the first Star Wars... Second Star Wars movie we've done on this podcast. Correct. The first? What was the first one? The The one you loved so very, very much. Oh, okay, the holiday special. Yes, don't how could I forget? <laughs> how could I forget? What was the soup they were making in that one? I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, I
1: don't remember a single thing about it other than the orb and everyone was magically transported to a cave wearing
2: different robes. That's all I remember. Um, so I we might get a bump in quality today with right. this one, a bump. Um, <laughs> but yes. So I have seen this movie. Uh, And I haven't seen it in a very long time. But you guys have not seen it at all. Mm -mm. And you guys are Star Wars fans. Mm -hmm. Bridget, I'll start with you. Wait, was that a dig? Like, so you guys haven't seen this? You're Star Wars fans? I'll get to that, too. (laughs) Okay. I
0: I have not seen this. Um, We sort of talked about during the holiday special. I'm I'm not so much of a completist. Um, I enjoy the original trilogy immensely hugely influential on me wanted to be Han Solo growing up as more films came out diminishing returns but I still love the movies and I'll go see all of them probably but yeah never really sought out like any of the tv shows the cartoons on Cartoon Network, and then later Disney released one as well. I've kept up with The Mandalorian, but haven't gotten to Boba Fett or some of the other shows that have come out on Disney+. Plus. I'm realizing I'm a bit of a purist, and I like I like the original trilogy. I sort of want to keep it preserved in amber. I don't want to go pulling new DNA out of it and getting what I often find to be less satisfying material from it. Like I'd rather just be satisfied Got with it. that.
1: You're so, not hoping that every background extra gets their own Disney Plus spinoff movie or series.
0: Right. Or like, did you know that person is actually... like, Yeah. I, uh, that part of the sort of fandom surrounding Star Wars has become exhausting. And the need, I think... To kind of retrofit storylines, you thought this is why Leia did this, but really, when you like,
1: <sighs> when you read this four hundred page book, you'll find out differently. On sale now for thirty
0: nine ninety five. <laughs> yeah, like okay. some of the yeah, like the the extent uh, expanded universe books. Is it the expanded universe? Is that what it was called, or extended?
1: Uh, it, originally it was the Star Wars Expanded Universe, and now it's. Now Star it's Wars Legis- legends. Oh,
0: okay, legends. And then there's
1: the new canon, yeah. or the only canon,
0: I guess, technically,
1: with with regards to books, books and, and, and cartoons and
0: movies yeah. and everything. Yeah, because the books, I I even have a little bit a little bit of fondness for those, because a lot of them are so off the wall and
1: yeah, it's they, just goofy sci-fi at that
0: point. Yeah. Um, whereas some of the stuff that has come out more recently feels very Targeted to show up on a Buzzfeed list mm. in t- twelve hours and
1: yeah, twenty things you didn't know about Han Solo.
0: Yeah, like I like not knowing things about <laughs> Han Solo. That's <laughs> why he's cool. So I've become a bit of a Debbie Downer mm. about Star Wars in general. With that said, I do have a little bit more hope for this one. Even the holiday special, which was bananas. I still enjoyed mm. and felt spiritually like Star Wars for me. I'm hoping I get some more of that here.
2: Okay.
1: Adam? Uh, so I am more of a completionist. Um, in terms of the canon media, I never was a real big book reader as a kid. Uh, that has not changed. Uh, <laughs> although I do have two-thirds of the Zom Thron trilogy waiting for summer beach reading i uh, found some old paperbacks so those are ready for summer beach season um but i am like a hundred percent all in on the stuff that is now considered canon i love the original trilogies they're still my favorites in the grouping so all the prequels and theaters when they came out Saw all the sequels in theaters Saw all the in betwequels in and theaters uh, i've seen clone wars i've seen the rebels i've seen most of Resistance, I've seen. I just started watching The Bad Batch the other day, just because I missed it when it first came out, and now, because Obi-Wan is out, which is why we're talking about this today, I'm in like prequel era mode, so I'm more inclined to go back and watch some of that, um, The Bad Batch show, which takes place after um, Revenge of the Sith, so I'm like, that's that's where I am on Star Wars, but I love the original trilogies, and we'll see pretty much everything, play all the games that are now canon like i love star wars games movies tv shows i've done the audiobooks on some of the new canon material but there's just so much of it now that because i'm not a big reader i just like i can't i don't have the time
2: (laughs) (laughs) i I, I I love it not a big reader and i don't have the time
1: yeah well because like you know i'm not a big reader but the audiobooks are fun because they've got the sound effects and they've got you know the voice acting of different characters and stuff like that so it is entertaining to listen to but I think when I did those, I was working in an office where I would just like throw those on and tune out the world. We're like, now I work from home and I have TV. Like I can just watch a TV. I don't need to listen to someone read me a book. Right. <laughs> so I get I pick and choose my preferential media and I choose visual <laughs> over audio <laughs> most of the time. So maybe one day I'll get around to, to that kind of stuff, but it's not it's not super pressing. Anything that then shows up in a movie or T V show there, like you said, there'll be a BuzzFeed list for it. There'll be a million think-piece articles of, like, that one little creature that you thought was nothing, actually, it was a big plot point in this book. Or it's, like, the one of the side characters in the sequels, like, has a whole book about him growing up or whatever. So it's, like, right? it's fine. I'll get the details if and when I need them. Uh, or if someone says, like, no, you really gotta listen to this book, like, I'll seek it out. But it's not anything I'm jumping uh, to go see. And I wasn't a big Legends person back when that was all there was for Star Wars because I was a young kid. So I watched the original trilogies on TV because they were on all the time. And I had the taped-off TV versions that I would watch. And then when I was 10, the Special Editions came out. And then there was new Star Wars. So I didn't have this 25-year gap of no new Star Wars. Or 15-year gap or whatever it was. But no new Star Wars. So... I didn't feel the need to be like, okay, I got to read these 800 different stories. I can just watch the things I love, and now there's a new version of them, and now there's new movies. So I never really got into the the legend stuff, which is why I never sought out the Christmas special, or this, or the other one after this one, or droids, or the Ewok cartoon show, or even the Clone Wars Tartakovsky show, which I did end up watching at some point, but it wasn't anything that I sought out in the moment, because I... There was plenty of other stuff that was official at least so yeah what about you how how do you fall in this as far as like my
2: history with Star Wars
1: yeah yeah like what I mean what are your favorite things about it do you do you go completionist do
2: you just do the movies I just love the spirit of it I think they're just really fun movies and I like the sort of I don't know I like the special effects I like the different worlds it's just such a huge open canvas for so many different fun things sci-fi related that it just the imagination the people working at skywalker ranchers just they can go anywhere really mm-hmm. i'm more of pretty much the feature films i've been watching the shows recently the ones that have been on disney plus but i have not watched like rebels and what was the other one
1: clone wars. clone
2: wars i think i watched a few episodes of that but the main trilogy the best you know the other ones try i enjoy i enjoy elements of the prequels the newer ones pick or leave some of it Particularly the last one, which i just... Put it this way, I bought every one of them on Blu-ray, except for that last one. Like, I'm still, like, mad.
0: You and I had a long dinner beforehand. Yeah. Where you... I remember we were talking, and you're like, I'm really scared. <laughs> you basically said, I'm really... I'm worried.
2: I, yeah, because I knew they were, like, writing themselves into a corner. Like, adding too many new characters. Doing all this shit. It's like, how in the fuck are they going to wrap this up? And then they just go and add, like, the Emperor, like, Palpatine, right? What are they doing? Somehow.
0: Dude, somehow. Somehow
2: he is returned.
0: <laughs> Brian and I have started randomly texting each other in the middle of the day. Somehow. Palpatine has returned. <laughs> somehow. Somehow. Yeah,
1: I remember having, like, a 45-minute-long speakerphone conversation with you and Brian, like, the day That's after me. it came out. Right. Because we were having, like, a Christmas party the next day, and we were trying to, like, make plans for that. And he's like, okay, can we... Can we pause for a second? we need <laughs> to talk about Star Wars. And I was like, hit me with it. I'm not settled on this yet. I'll have some headcanon responses to why I think it works or I think yeah. it doesn't. But it's also the only one I've seen once. I've right. seen I've every always- other movie more than once except for this one. Right. I just, I haven't, I haven't had it in me to go back and watch. Right. I own it. It's like I put it on a Christmas list or a birthday list or whatever. So I have it. But I just, I just haven't had the like. Is it going to be better than I remember? Can I make more sense of it? Or did it get stupider over time?
0: I don't know. Yeah. When it showed up on Disney Plus in the pandemic, like the lockdown portion of the Mm -hmm. pandemic, I revisited.
2: You did.
1: I think I tried to. I'm trying to give it the space because I, there was so much I didn't like about the prequels when they came out. And with space and with time and with ancillary media that filled in gaps and made things better... I can appreciate them more. Yeah. They're not the same as what I loved, but they're still Star Wars and they're still cool. And there's mm-hmm. pluses and minuses to all three of them. Right. I'm kind of doing that with the rest of Skywalker. To <laughs> so where, because I, I really love the first two sequels. And then this one just kind of was like, oh, everything we did before? No. Like, you, uh, the internet hated it? No, we're just going to change it then. And it's like, well, no, that doesn't make any sense. You can't just do that. Right. <laughs> you got to, like, just continue the story. Don't, don't worry about that one. Like, yeah. If people hate that one, fine. Make a a thing that is the same, but better. Like, I don't don't know what to tell you. Why are you backtracking? You're hurting everything.
2: You're making it worse. Yeah, and I I enjoy the outside of the the last one, those first two of the sequel trilogy. Mm -hmm. More than most, I think. I I get, like, all the nostalgia bait and all the other shit that happens with it. But I really thought the second one went in a really cool direction and pissed people off. But I enjoyed what was going on and was colossally disappointed that they pretty much unwrote most of that. Yeah, same. In the sequel, and I was just like, oh, God. Like, they came in, like, J.J. J. Abrams came in to fix. Yeah. Apparently, what all the fans deemed uh, collectively, which, whatever. But
1: a lot of that stuff I didn't agree with. Not even just from an opinion of what do you think is good or bad. It's like, well, no, you're fundamentally misreading the scene. Like, this happens because of the other things they said. It's not a problem. It's just you, it, you just don't understand sure. it. Like, I get it. You probably only watched it once because you hated it on first viewing, but your your reason for it is. Is wrong on the basis of what happened in the movie. Gotcha.
2: So there wasn't a need to undo all that stuff, right? But. Well, let's hope you guys don't hate another piece of Star Wars media today. <laughs> I, I am scared, really, for you guys, but um, I just so my background with this, this um. Yeah, when did entry, you join the caravan? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it took a lot of courage. <laughs> um, I don't remember how I joined the caravan, but. I do know that I did revisit it quite a bit as a kid. It is a movie that scared me a lot, that but like a good scare, like when you eat like when you like spicy food and you like you keep revisiting that because it like a hurt so good feeling mm-hmm. that I always and I had it on tape again. I'm pretty sure I saw this front to back, so I didn't miss like the first ten minutes or the last ten minutes. I wa- and then I also know that every time I did bring it up as an adult, people didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And if they did, they didn't have any access to it. Yeah. It wasn't on YouTube. there was no sort of, there was no way to watch it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So up until I think, like maybe five years ago it was on, it was living on YouTube for quite a while, and then I think Disney took it off, and then when they started releasing all the films on Plus, I think there was like a fan petition to have it added as well because it wasn't a part of that initial batch of all the nine movies yeah. and the side ones that came out because so. yeah, it's not technically canon.
1: Correct. It's it under will... the Legends banner even now on Disney+, and it only came there like six months ago or something
2: like that. Right, right. Yeah, can't get into too specifically what I enjoyed about it. I haven't watched it in 30 years, probably. <laughs> uh, I'm scared, uh, but I imagine I'm going to feel a lot of nostalgia for certain things that come up, certain scenes that I remember kind of now, and then will probably pop up during the movie. But yeah, it's just it's interesting to think that this is pretty much the first feature spin off movie and then we don't really see any well we see a sequel to this pretty closely after this one and then afterwards you don't see shit sidebar related until like Rogue One essentially.
1: Move yeah. for movies. Oh I mean you don't even see any Star Wars anything until ninety nine.
2: No, right, yeah, yeah. But so. even th- but even then, like the they other media is T V shows. It's like serial stuff. Like I don't think like a movie came out until Rogue One essentially, as far as a spinoff.
1: Well, and this is technically a TV movie, uh, like the Christmas special, though it, it is re- released theatrically in the UK. I and I,
2: but I mean, like feature length. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean, mm-hmm. this the one we watched was an hour soaking wet, and this is I think like ninety minutes or it's a hundred, a hundred minutes. Yeah, right. yeah. Hopefully, you don't feel every minute of it. No. But. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so I guess we'll talk a little bit about maybe what you guys do know about the movie and. There's Ewoks in it, so we know because it's an Ewok adventure. Mm -hmm. So I guess maybe what you know about the movie and also what your hot take is on Ewoks.
0: Uh, I know nothing about the movie. Okay. As you were talking about it, I was having a realization that I don't even know if this is animated or live action. That's Mm. how much I don't know about this movie. I feel like when you first mentioned it a few months ago, I was like, that's real? (laughs) <laughs> like that it feels like more of a lost piece of media even the... it still
2: feels like a dream to me now like i won't know that we're actually actually going to watch it when i see it in disney plus and he starts the movie mm-hmm.
0: right like the holiday special ha- is infamous mm-hmm. and this feels like just a quiet little bit of lost media that no one seems to know about it mm-hmm. does feel very like speakeasy secret
2: oh yeah um, like people deny that it exists. The, yeah. Like
0: no, you, did, you didn't see that. Yeah.
2: Star Wars is a dirty little secret. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ewoks in general, I dig Ewoks. I think Ewoks are okay. fun. I like Return of the Jedi has so many fun creatures and people looks, you get a sense of who this character is, their personality instantaneously. Um especially in Jabba's Palace, but even in the Ewok village as well. And I like that some of them are different colors, and that they have different <laughs> little bone outfits and stuff. I love the Ewok Village. That's such a fun set design. Uh, my aunt growing up had gotten an Ewok Village playset for a birthday, and you know we got to play with it at my grandparents' house later. It was fucking killer. <laughs> it had a little like wooden elevator you could like roll up and. Yes. The lift you put our uh, C-3PO in, and Secret Passageways, and uh, Boulder, like, Wrecking Ball. Sick. It was so <laughs> sick. <laughs> you should Google it. Like, you'll be jealous. Jealous without Google. Yeah, will be, yeah. be jealous. You'll um, be jealous. I like the Ewoks. I feel like there's a contingency of people who are like, I don't like Ewoks, you know, it doesn't fit. And they're the same people who are like, I don't like there to be Asian or black people casted in Star Wars. Uh, the Venn diagram is close to a circle, I feel like, in a lot of those groups.
1: <laughs> the Ewoks, I feel like, it have a little bit more of a sliver of like, no, I'm fine with whoever you want to cast, but like Ewoks are a bridge too far because they're little teddy bears and what are we doing
2: in this war movie? Yeah. Having little teddy it, bears. Yeah, the, the, Return- I love Return of the Jedi Mm-hmm. And there's an argument that we'll have eventually some point where I sort of on some days think that's the best entry in the trilogy.
0: There are parts of it, absolutely yeah. um,
2: but the yeah, there's an argument that in that third act, it grows soft mm-hmm. when you, we are introduced to this, and it's like you're right, we're in the middle of a war, we're getting to like the climax of this three movie arc. It should get gritty and violent, and all of a sudden we are playing with teddy bears for a little yeah. while, but it does
0: make it so like that scene where the one dies and his friend comes out of the uh. world, ugh!
1: Gets you every time. Gets you. Yeah.
0: And I think that of the margin that are just like, yeah, I don't think it makes sense. I don't know that they're really Star Wars fans either, because I think they would probably look at the entire oeuvre, if you will, and go like, what? Yeah. So I like Ewoks. Ewoks are cool.
1: Yeah, I, I always liked Ewoks as a kid, because I was a kid, and that's what it's for. Like, I definitely have a plush Ewok mm-hmm. that I got at, like Disney World, because it was like, ooh, Star Wars stuff, gimme, gimme, gimme. Mm. Um, but I like definitely had that in a bag of stuffed animals somewhere at my parents' house, next to a ninja turtle and an Animaniac, or whatever, like, right. it. they're there. Right. Um, so I never had a problem with them. I can understand why people wouldn't like them, especially if maybe when Return of the Jedi came out, you were a jaded teenager. You know where you're like, this isn't my Star Wars. Like, look how dark and gritty Empire was, and now now it's Teddy Bear, uh, Teddy Bears on Parade, Teddy Bears having a, that's a good man. point. So like, <laughs> <it's> de- <laughs> so like, depending on when this movie came out for you, like, I very much see older Star Wars fans being like, no, when I the I loved the movie when I was the original when I was 12, and by the time I was 17 or whatever, however many years later, now it that's stupid and I hate the the Teddy Bears. I just want to see. You know, Stormtroopers getting shot in the face by people and lightsabers chopping off limbs—like that's what I want now. Um, but I was a kid when I first saw Star Wars. I was a kid when I first saw Return of the Jedi, and I was a kid like it was a kid when I saw Jar Jar Binks, and all of it was fun. Yeah. Um, I feel like nowadays, to your point, Bridget, the the toxic ness of it forgets that like ultimately these are supposed to be fun, which is why like I have zero expectations for this, and I think I'm going to get everything I want out of it. Like I expect nothing except ex- I, I expect nothing but goofiness throughout this entire yeah. thing, both from whoever is acting in it. Cause I don't think it has any trilogy cast members except for one uh, who is an Ewok. So uh, that's like, I'm just expecting a, a literal Ewok adventure. Like this isn't, these aren't make or break characters for me. So if they mess with the canon of Ewok, like I don't give a shit. <laughs> this isn't, You know, this isn't like with the holiday special where it's like that's a weird take on Luke Skywalker, like that's a weird take on Han Solo. This is like, who gives a shit what the take is on Ewoks? Like they're just right. They're just goofy little. (laughs) They're just goofy little murder machines. I don't care. Little murder machines. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, they murder a lot of people. They do. So. Yeah, I'm just I'm expecting a very low key child like because if Star Wars is for kids, this is really for kids. I assume. So, yep. I don't think this is going to have any dark and gritty takes. I don't think this is going to take me down some weird, deep, dark roads. I think it's just going to be cutesy Ewoks def- probably defending their village from something else. If not the Empire, because I assume this takes place after Jedi. Yeah, I expect nothing, and I, I expect to get nothing. So, <laughs> Got it. I don't think this can... This isn't going to ruin Star Wars. This isn't going to make me hate Ewoks. I don't think... I just, like, I don't have enough connection to those characters, I couldn't tell you which one's Wicket if you put five in a lineup. Like I just don't know. I really
2: don't. I might be able to pick him out if, he, if he's wearing the same garb as he does. I think because he Maybe. he wears like the hood.
0: Yes. Yeah. He's so. Come he's on.
2: got like the babushka look. Yeah. I mean that's like probably little... the doll that I have too. But oh. like,
1: if you yeah, were yeah. just like which one of these and like put all of their hoods down or whatever, I'd be like I don't know. The, all right. The, the brown one. I don't know. <laughs> the, the bear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that that one. I think his claws are a half inch longer. Yeah, now. but yeah, I, they're they're not characters that I
2: particularly care about. So this can't this can't hurt me.
1: Gotcha. <laughs> As it were.
2: Now, are there any like things that you hope to see in this places? No. <laughs> I feel this
1: is going to be so far removed from the Star Wars that we know, just because it is a lost media, because it is this thing that isn't talked about. Because the holiday special had the main cast and it had you know, Jubacca and everybody like in it, so therefore you could connect it to the world you already understood. I don't think that has any of this, and I could be wrong, but I don't I don't envision this being connected in anything other than they're the same creature. So I don't Do you have an idea of where it will be set? I'm assuming the forest mood of Endor, but even that, oh that's that's as far as I can they could go off on a million adventures intergalactically and I would yeah. I don't anticipate seeing a place I've seen before that isn't the Forest Moon of Endor. Got
2: it, Bridget, Do you have any wants for this?
0: I I want more Ewok Village, and I want cute Ewok voices. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think <laughs> you're. I think you're gonna get quite a bit of that in here.
0: Great. I love to hear that. I'm set up for success. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, uh, I, I imagine this, the nostalgia is gonna hit me pretty hard with this. I'm just gonna be like, it's going to like, I, I, I don't know, the quality be damned. Like, I will be hit with a bunch of like, oh my god, I remember where I was when I saw this, or mm-hmm. oh yeah, that scared the shit out of me. Fuck this scene. <laughs> or again, I'm looking forward to to see the effects because ILM did work on this, <laughs> believe it or not. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I'm kind of, I'm kind of worried <laughs> <laughs> that it'll I ruin you your memory
1: of it, or that we're gonna be annoyed. Like, what
2: is the worry? I think the worry is that, like, yeah, like you guys are just gonna have a miserable time with it. But the other side of that is, we'll just shit on it afterwards. Yeah, I'm which is probably yeah, just yeah. gonna, we're <laughs> probably just gonna shit on this movie afterwards. Yeah. But I'm hoping that the movie is so ridiculous and silly. And the effects are so wonky and dated that we have a blast with it.
1: Yeah, I'm glad we're watching this together as opposed to the
2: holiday special, which we desperately wanted to
1: watch together. But world circumstances wouldn't let us. So, Um, I'm excited for that aspect of it. We're at least going on this journey, this adventure. This adventure together, this caravan
2: together. Yeah. All right, is there any other thoughts? Exchanges? All right. No. What do you guys have to say for yourselves? Fine. Fine. I'll I'll watch watch it. it. (laughs)
3: Thank <laughs> you.
2: the caravan of courage.
0: Our arduous journey. Mm
2: -hmm. How courageous were Bridget and Adam? Is this better than Rise of Skywalker? (laughs) We're gonna find that out right now. I wanna go immediately to Bridget.
0: It's not better than Rise of Skywalker, but...
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) I'll answer that right off the bat. No.
0: It had some things that charmed me. It is not a good movie. It doesn't really feel like a Star Wars movie either. It it has a never ending story, dark crystal feel mm-hmm. more than anything else, right? Um, and then Wicket the Ewok just happens to be there. This is very much a movie made for children.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: for to be aired on ABC mm-hmm. on a Friday night.
1: Yeah, Wide World of Disney or whatever. Yeah. Before TGIF existed.
0: (laughs) But, I don't know, it's goofy. It's, I think it's worth seeking out, even if you're a purist, like, just to see, like, where things could have gone. And then when you, like, want to complain, like, (laughs) like, Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman have no chemistry, what's going on? You can watch this and see Visy in tears painted on a, a blonde child's face, <laughs> and get a sense. I don't know. They also they don't make movies like this anymore with the like it like Xena Warrior Princess Hercules yeah. like that feel.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I don't know. Adam, would you like to elaborate more on your feelings?
1: It's definitely better than the holiday special. I will say that I think it's more cohesive of a story as opposed to like a bunch of vignettes that all kind of are smashed together. So like in that sense this mm-hmm. is a a better movie. I was kind of bored through most of it. Uh you're right that this is very much like this is just for kids. Like this isn't this isn't anything other than a movie made for children to be just a fun mm-hmm. adventure with some scares and some magic and uh it felt a lot like a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Where like oh, each true. Ewok has its so own like, oh, there's the mystical Ewok, and there's the Warrior Ewok, and there's the regular proxy for the audience Ewok, who's wicked, who's just normal. And so uh and then you just throw the kids in. Mace is awful. Horrible. He's a horrible actor.
0: Shithead.
1: He sucks as a character. He's super bipolar. We're like At one point, he's like, who are you? You're nothing. You're not even a warrior. You're scared. Oh, we're best friends now uh, because you hit my axe. That's cool. Who's ever seen that before? This is fun. Let's go. Right.
0: I can't believe I forgot the rock. Yeah. It's a stupid rock.
1: Yeah. Like, you watched... Dude, you got trapped under magic water and you're pissed about getting a rock still like shut up yeah Uh, do you
0: think they picked him because he has mark hamill's second face oh yeah
1: he's mark hamill from wish yeah that's all i thought this whole time (laughs) that this is this is we have mark hamill at home on the
0: tv like (laughs) that's
1: what this was i saw when i saw the picture on disney plus as we pulled it up i went oh they got a mark hamill lookalike got it and like that's it that's what they went for Um, yep so yeah a a thousand percent yes that's exactly what they did so he sucks. The girl was whatever. I mean, she's just there to be a cute Drew Barrymore-esque little girl, so it's fine. But it's it's a harmless movie. Like, it doesn't make me hate Star Wars. It didn't change my opinions of the Ewoks. Like, they still do some cutesy stuff. They still do some goofy stuff. Uh, They still do some stuff where you're like, can we do something else? But it's not for me. It's for kids. I bet you if I saw this as a kid, I would have been all about it. Because I would have been like, oh, Ewoks... All day. I'm like that kid because that kid's my age. Like, I want to walk around with a blaster and some Ewok friends. Like, this is dope. Yeah. 34 year old me? No. It's not anything. But I would show this to my kids who were into Star Wars Mm -hmm. if they liked the original trilogy, which they better. Otherwise, they won't be my kids anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Seven year old Bridget would love to stay in the Ewok Airbnb with the ferret and the loose rabbit. And the stinky llama. But... Yeah,
1: I, I, ca- I was counting all the real world animals. There's a lizard, a mouse, an owl, a llama, a rabbit, a ferret, horses, and I think donkeys. But all the horses are like little Sebastians.
3: Yeah, like they're all <laughs> tiny
0: <laughs> <miniature> ponies. <Yeah. laughs> they're
1: all tiny miniature ponies.
0: Except for the the horse fort horse.
1: Yeah, that was a full sized horse. The horse are the, the horse Ewok RV.
2: You have no idea.
0: Did, was that just you wanted it so bad?
2: So bad. I wanted to be... <laughs> In the horse fort, so bad. When the horse is
1: running amok, that looks super fun to be in there. Like, oh yeah. Like and she's
2: a, just screaming. You
0: know? Yeah, and just a a shot of the horse running into frame and out of frame in like three seconds, like.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like those, you know, those like indoor roller coaster like motion rides that they have at like. Yeah, fairs and the science centers and whatnot. Like, that's what it looked like that would have been like.
2: Oh, like, if adult me was inside, I think he'd be throwing up all over the horse and all over the fort. <laughs> yeah. But...
0: Knock my crystals out of place. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's for weeks.
1: Blow out the undistinguishable candle. <laughs> <laughs> how was this for you, Johnny? Now, you said you hadn't watched it in probably 20, 25 years, so how was how this on a rewatch?
2: This is a charming movie. I, <laughs> I
1: was just charmed by it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the kid absolutely sucks. Absolutely sucks, but again, I completely biased because I was sort of hit almost regularly with like oh my god, that's right. Oh man, like I just like the hang ladder, like ooh feels so good when he just goes, Ugh. But I also like some PTSD of like as a kid being like the opening is just dark woods, haze yeah. and fog creepy music it's like the beginning of et it
1: just see that felt like a star wars movie to me when it first kicked off the music is there the costumes are right the crashed ship them looking around you're hearing beeps and boops and they've all got you know different gadgets or whatever like that felt like a star wars movie even the way they were talking was kind of like the people in the the rebel alliance in the original trilogy it felt very much in line with star wars And then, yeah, then it shifts to being this just random adventure amongst any ragtag group. Like, could have been a Lord of the Rings movie. It could have been a Star Wars movie. It could have been literally any other thing. But the opening, for sure, I was like, okay, we're... Right. I'm in the Star Wars universe. Like, I'm on the same forest moon as Return of the Jedi.
2: Like, it made sense to me. Yeah, the farther you get away from the aesthetics of Star Wars, the technology, you start seeing animals you recognize... You start; it starts looking more and more like just like California, and not yeah. fucking mm-hmm. Endor. It's yeah, it becomes more like a fairy tale fantasy movie because all of those elements that are so familiar in Star Wars movies are gone. Mm-hmm. And outside of the uh, Ewoks, it's it's just that's what it is. It's cloaked in Star Wars branding by fur, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, I was half expecting to see the
1: Griffith Observatory when he was hang gliding.
2: Like yeah, really, exactly, <laughs>
1: yeah. That's how out of Star Wars we yeah. were at
2: that point. Fucking Golden Gate Bridge in the background or something.
1: <laughs> it's probably in peril. It's
2: probably yeah, being it on fire. Yeah. Well, they probably just matted it out. To be honest with you, it was probably in the original cut or the, the the raw footage of it. The big dog thing that's in that comes early on like scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm.
0: He's scary. He's, he's very scary. He's like the the Gamork in Neverending Story. Correct. The wolf guy.
2: I I suppose, I mean, and we'll move on to, like, the other elements of the, of the story, but I think I I, I like it, I find it charming because it fits in that mold of Dark Crystal, never-ending story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, once I divorce myself from that it's a Star Wars spinoff, mm-hmm. I enjoy it way more. And obviously I enjoy it more because all the beats and all the things that I'm seeing are familiar, and to you guys, it's like, that is insanely silly, and... <laughs> But to me, it's like an old friend called me up saying, hey, you remember this? Remember that?
0: Remember oh, this?
2: Remember the magic rock? <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, the magic rock. Again, great stuff. Also forgot that it cracks open like a fuck what you got. The, uh...
1: Once he starts shaking, I was like, oh, it's a key." Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... it's
2: a key rock. <laughs> right.
1: I have one of those. Got it. Nobody look for it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but even down to like the medicine and like the rolled up leaf, I'm like, that's right. I always wanted to know what that tasted like. <laughs> What is it? So I'm just putting every liquid he can in rolled up leaves? Basically, yeah. I'm putting honey in like a rolled up leaf from my like grandma's backyard. What are you doing? Applying Ewok adventure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying ben to get better. I'm get better. I have a cold. i just coughed. Because you haven't eaten. Get in the house. Yeah, get in the house. <laughs> yeah, like all the little things, even down to like the dish they serve the food in which it looks like an ashtray.
1: Yes!
2: Ewok ashtray. It's either a giant oyster or an Ewok ashtray. Right.
0: Oh, you you pointed out the at the end, someone is handed something, and they go, mm, "Thank you. This is del- this looks delicious." And you're like, "Is that just an orange shell with a couple berries?" in <laughs> Yeah,
1: <it?" laughs> yeah. There's a cantaloupe bowl. I mean, there's just a lot of like, "What are you doing, Ewoks?"
2: Yeah. yeah. By that point, the budget was spent pretty thin. At that yeah. point, oh
0: yeah, they they had one soup per walk per Ewok. Oh yeah. Like, you can tell they look pretty hit.
2: Oh, they're hit by the end.
0: They're hit at the start.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. the suit hasn't seen a cleaner since pre-production. Yeah, on,
0: on Return of the Jedi. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right.
0: Um, I loved the Lives narration.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, totally forgot about that. And yes, then it, as
1: soon as it started, I was like, "That's the snowman from the claymation Christmas movie, isn't it?" And you're like, "Yeah."
2: <laughs> In the scheme of things, it's a total smart move because how the fuck are you gonna follow what they're talking about? The yeah. Ewoks, you need some sort of like. Translation that like, oh, that's what they're doing.
0: Yeah, although it did make me sort of wish that instead of the movie I was watching, I was watching like a Mutual of Omaha, like David Attenborough <laughs> right documentary about Ewok life
2: that would have been narrated by
0: yeah. Lives. Yeah, I would have lapped that shit up.
2: Wild Kingdom on Endor.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: just watching them picking berries and tending to the uh, the farm life.
0: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. like Do Ewok an baby
0: shots. Yeah.
1: They were gonna say Ewok baby showers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's invited.
1: Yeah. Also, yes.
0: Also, yes. Yeah, definitely got my good amount of Ewok time in. Not disappointed with the amount of Ewok.
2: Yeah, you get a good amount of it, and they speak some English in this, unlike I think in Return of the Jedi, where. Not at all, really.
1: Yeah, it's weird, because, like, some of it is they're mimicking Mace and the girl. I don't remember her name. Sindel. Sindel. Um, They're, like, mimicking, so you hear, like, Crash, and you hear, like, Ship, and Thanks, and some of that stuff. But, like, the main dude also, before they even met the humans, was, like, speaking some English, which I guess could make sense, because it's, I assume, set after the events of Jedi, so, yeah. like, they would have had the rebel troopers around. They would have conversed with them. They had that massive blowout party at the end of the movie. You know, you get to talking. and get chummy with everybody. Like, they might have picked up some things. They maybe don't know what it means, but... Right. It was a little jarring at first to be like, oh, shit, that's a word I recognize that isn't yub-dum. <laughs> right. Which we do hear quite a bit. Yeah. They hadn't retconned it out yet. No. In 1984.
0: <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> do started. <laughs> Between that and the song change at Java's Palace. Yeah, I
1: hate that with the weird furry guy with the huge nose just screaming. Yeah,
0: dun 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 dun
1: dun. It's like yeah. what the oh, the beat k- cooks. Yeah, but the guy sucks. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My I just had like a mo- like
1: Bridget's recentering herself.
0: <laughs> I should remember where I am and what movie we're talking about. Yeah. Great amount of yub nub. There was another one that we all laughed at. Oh, you did, duh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the guy, the dude, obviously sucks. How tolerable was the blonde, who basically, every other line was,
0: where's mommy and daddy? Yeah. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm t- Slowly sinks to the table. Although I know how she feels. There was part of me who was like, that's ridiculous. I was like, I could do that right now. Yeah. She was fine.
1: Yeah, she's fine. She's not in it to the extent that Mace is. And to your point about the narration, I'm so glad there's a narrator since the translator of this movie sucks. (laughs) Right. Where like, when Leia and Han and Luke are telling me what the Ewoks are thinking or saying or... When C-3PO is translating, I'm like, cool, awesome. Like, give me more of that. Like, these characters are great. This acting's great. When this kid's like, what? You want me to do what? Nah. I'm like, oh, dude, shut up. Right. <laughs> Go away. Right. Drown in that water. <laughs> <laughs> so done with you. Let the girl carry your rock and be on our way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do like when they're, they're, they're like, branches and shit up.
1: <laughs> just so like, so- zoop. When <laughs> the rope disappears and they all jump back and throw their hands up like what? The Ewok what? shock, yeah. Yeah. And then they do another thing and they're also like, come on! It's still disappearing! What? <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> yeah, some of the overacting from the, the ewoks is great because like you have to do it. Right. Uh, but some of it's just like legitimately funny of just their reaction of like, huh? Huh? I love the one where I forget what happens, but somebody like like they bump into one another trying to set something up and then it cuts to them just rolling around having like a knockdown drag out fight between Ewoks of like, you you messed with whatever thing I was doing and now we're just two bears rolling around on the ground.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was like was there a certain point early on where you're like, Okay, I gotta like not like lax expectations but realize sort of what movie you're watching or we're getting away from Star Wars or
1: yeah, when we picked the movie earlier today. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
2: got it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: got it. Because like I said, going in like this, I have, I expect nothing and I expect to get nothing like, got it. from this. And it's just to be either a horrible mess, which it isn't. I don't think it's a horrible mess. Yeah. Um, And I just expect to get a, like a movie for kids.
2: It's a Saturday morning serial adventure. Basically. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I don't even hate that it's not quote unquote like a Star Wars movie. That it is just, like, another movie with Star Wars slapped over top of it. Yeah. Because that that can work. You can make, you know, the the MCU does it a lot where it's like, this isn't just a superhero movie. It's also, like, a spy thriller. You know, Rogue One isn't just a Star Wars movie. It's like a war movie, or it was meant to be. At yeah, yeah. At least. You know, Solo's like a crime syndicate drama thing. You know, so, like, you can make other genres of movies under the proviso of Star Wars. So, like, I don't even hate that part of it. Uh, but I just expected a kids' movie with a a literal Ewok adventure. That's that's what I got.
2: Yeah. So. But I mean, did you think you'd get more Star? Like I said, we get away from the Star Wars outside of maybe the attire pretty quickly, where we never sort of revisit outside of the Ewoks. Yeah. Where we're not. You're not seeing any uh, ships. You're not seeing any sort of other technology. You're not seeing any sort of references, Easter eggs, any of that shit.
1: I'm surprised there wasn't maybe some Easter eggs, like there wasn't some leftover stormtrooper helmets or rebel pilot stuff that had yeah. been left behind, or like, oh, this is a ATSU, whatever. Wars. Yeah, like there were. Yeah, I'm surprised there wasn't any of that. But we also don't spend too long at like Wicket's house, which theoretically would have been near to where the the battles took place, and there wasn't like anything on a shelf. So like, I was a little surprised by that, but I wasn't because we talked about how this is like not talked about, I didn't expect any connection really outside of Wicked. Yeah. Who is still played by uh Warwick Davis. So right. like that was literally the only thing I anticipated being a connection to the movies and that's what
0: we got.
2: Okay. What about you, Bridget? Did you think you'd get a little a little more Star Wars shit in it?
0: Uh I thought we'd have more of a Star Warsy bad guy. Mm. Um, but when we see the creature as like Okay, this is not, this does not fit the, this is not going to fit the mold of a Star Wars movie. And then it was confirmed when we first meet Wicked's dad and like you can look onto like that California valley. I was like, yeah, this is not, (laughs) this is not going to feel like a Star Wars movie, which is fine. It's an Ewok movie, Mm -hmm. it's its own thing. Yeah. I don't wanna are we sure it takes that it's set after?
1: Oh, I don't know for a fact that it's set after. I assume so, just because like why would they set it before? Like that seems like a weird thing to set
2: before in a time where there aren't prequels. But right. but maybe again, maybe that'll explain why there isn't any sort of that leftover relics of the war.
1: Yeah, I mean, like the Wikipedia entry doesn't really say anything about. It's timeline. Yeah. Let me do a, an actual Google question.
0: Yeah, I can't get. I'm on regular Wikipedia, which does not do yeah. like immediate timeline.
1: Right. So we'll go to Wikipedia for hopefully yeah. some more.
0: Wikipedia will have the answer.
1: Yeah, let's see. So let me make sure I'm on the right one. To all just... our questions, all right, asked and unasked. In Ewok Adventure. Alright, continuity. The film was classified as C-canon in the Holocron Continuity Database, and was officially set in three Aby, so after Battle of Yavin. So this would technically take place before, because I think there's like five years in between. Before
2: Return, after Empire. It might even
1: be before. So then, alright. So I'll read. I'll continue reading in case it clears things up more. Producer Thomas Smith claimed that the film shows a young Ewok playing with the toy ATAT which would indicate that the Galactic Empire had been on Endor by that point. Eric Walker has said that Smith told him the crew saw the film as being set 150 years after Return of the Jedi, Uh, which I guess could make sense if they don't age (laughs) at all. Uh, Right. Because Wicked's still seen as like the youngest little kid.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, that baby's yeah,
2: in a cradle for, like, fucking 100 years.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so this one says Leland She considered using this date for the holocron, but ultimately rejected it due to Wicked's youthful appearance. Uh, Lucasfilm Limited's canon system was completely reorganized after 2012, uh, which we know, so this doesn't count, obviously. I'm trying to see. It looks like Sindel shows up in some other books, but it doesn't say when those take place. So, I guess technically it, it could be before. Um, but because it's not canon, it's like hard to, to really know for sure. But 3-A-B-Y would at least put it before Return of the Jedi. So that would explain why there's no real indication. right? But still, that seems like a weird exclusion for a thing that isn't definitively said, which is weird because you also have a narrator. You're like, we know, you know this story of Wicket the Ewok, but learn about his earlier adventures in this or whatever. Yeah. You could write a narration that would clear that up, so everyone would theoretically assume that the thing they saw after took place after. But yet, there's no references to any of the before.
2: Right. Again, it's so ambiguous in uh, in nature that it's almost like a fairy tale set in the Star Wars universe, if you know what I mean. Opposed to just like a fairy tale movie.
1: Yeah. This sounds yeah. like a. Like the visualization of a story that Ewoks would tell their kids Correct. around the campfire, yeah. Which I mean, it works. It works in that. Like if you think about it with that framing, like yeah, that's kind of cool, right? It's like the um that Lightyear movie that's coming out, where like that's the movie Andy would have saw in Toy Story that made him want a Buzz Lightyear toy, right? Like so, you know, if you frame it as like, oh, this is just a visualization of the story that they tell their kids—it's not real. It maybe didn't happen. It's set whatever, but like we'll use characters you know to fill in the blanks. And fine. Yeah.
0: It does drag.
1: Oh, it, does. A it oh, does. It does. I was very tempted to pick up and throw a remote and check the time several times because I didn't remember when we started. So like looking at a clock wouldn't help, and I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to let them know that I'm not into this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when. When the caravan takes off, things pick up a little bit because it like episodes become more frequent if that makes sense, mm-hmm.
1: like something is And happening. less
0: repetitive.
1: Yeah.
0: Feeling like oh no, he's in the water. Oh no, the horse forts on the run. <laughs> <laughs> we met a, a firefly lady. Ugh, more firefly lady. All right, we're there. Like you know what I mean. Like then
2: yeah. it's all those little mini trials. Yeah. It turns into like the Fellowship of the Ring, towards the latter half of the movie. I did.
0: Yeah. When we meet the Lady Ewok, I was like, she looks like Radagast the Brown. With
2: yeah. hat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the first half an hour is fucking Sindel in a hammock coughing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my mom. I don't feel good. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> her face is so dirty like clean up her face yeah love her as a brother mace
1: also where were they when the parents went back to check on them when they were definitely in
2: the ship i feel like at one point he said something like we shouldn't have walked away it's like well well yeah why and and then came back and then
1: like it was all just very strange the whole like set up for the parents getting kidnapped was very weird and like i know they they're on a tv budget but it would have been way cooler if we saw the ship crash and like maybe the parents were thrown from it or something or like were ejected during turbulence or something that caused them to be far away not at the ship and being like where are our kids they're not here let's run away from this giant but turns out the kids were there the whole time
2: yeah but But yeah it's like it just takes forever like where's the medicine Then they go get the medicine. And it's frustrating because he's becoming frustrated on camera because he can't understand what the fuck they're saying. Mm-hmm. You're getting frustrated because the movie's not moving along. Yeah. And cause it's like a domino effect of agitation. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. You need... I mean, there's a reason that Luke Skywalker works as your sort of entry point character. You know, he can have his moments of whininess.
1: Which he does. Yeah. Because he just wants he, to go to... Tahashi
0: Station. Yeah. Pick up some power converters. Hmm.
1: And I feel like that's what they kept trying to emulate with this kid, is like, watch that scene, now do that, but do it every other piece of dialogue you have.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is
1: like, no, 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 it works, you get one, maybe two.
0: Yeah. What were the parts that were the scariest to you? Like, what would have wigged out childhood Adam or Johnny? Giant spiders. Giant spiders. I did see you be like, I like, don't. Yeah.
1: I don't like giant spiders and things, like... Spiders in the real world or whatever, like, they're not my favorite. I don't like bugs, typically. Yep. Um, But as uh, routinely the man of the house, I have to kill spiders. (laughs) So it's, I've I've gotten much better at it in an older age. Um, But, like, in the movies and stuff, and in Star Wars in particular, can't do giant spiders. I hate giant spiders. The giant spider in the turn of the king freaked me the fuck out. And I was, like, in the front row. Because those are the only tickets left, so I'm just, like, underneath the giant spider in the movie theater. (laughs) Not a fan. Uh, The Jedi Fallen Order game has you killing a bunch of spiders. There was the Mandalorian episode where they fuck with all the little spider eggs and more spiders come out. Hate giant spiders and stuff.
0: Jumanji Uh, spiders.
1: Jumanji spiders. This one at least was, like, goofy enough that once it was showing its face, I was like, oh, okay, this isn't actually that bad. But when it was first coming down, and when the first spider showed up, it got punched. I was
3: like, yeah, we got the
1: spider Wilhelm scream. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I got punched, like when I first saw it, I was like, eh. And then the big one, as it was descending, I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, but then as it transitioned to what we just saw, like the fangs or whatever, I was like, all right, this actually isn't that bad. Because it just looks like a goofy, weird puppet as opposed to a yeah. big, giant, scary spider. But yeah, scary spiders would have really done me as a kid.
2: Yeah, it was the dog that fucking fucked me up good. The wolf. Oh, yeah. The wolf, the wolf, wolf. dog mm-hmm. thing, yeah. Yeah, I just the howl, just the. uh, His hand going into the fucking. Oh, into the the tree tree trunk. Mm -hmm. Get that thing out of here, man. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. fucking claw out of here. Yeah. I like that weird snake thing
1: that came out of the tree, though. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Like, he put his hand in to get something else, and then Amelia was
2: eaten because, like, don't stick your hand in stuff in the woods. Yeah, don't go
0: to try to grab another smaller animal.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, I I do remember that. I did notice some, like, continuity issues with the movie because, like,. That in particular, he had his right hand in there and it was getting fucking mangled. And then like when the next shot, he was like showing off his left hand injured. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, cause I look for that shit now. Or, like even early on when Wicked gives her like a flower yeah. and places it on her bed, like the shot before he even gets to her bed or has a flower on it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's funny. I enjoy those little low budget, like a normal audience wouldn't fucking notice that, but I do remember that little fur thing popping out I'm like, Oh, here we go. Smoke, comes. smoke and mirrors, here it comes.
1: Get ready. Um What about you, Bridget? What was the what were the scary moments for you, if any?
0: Wolf would have wigged me out. The drowning scene, like in a movie like this, whenever I was a kid, if someone was drowning, I would always hold my breath to see if, if I would drown in the time it takes them to get rescued.
2: He's out of there for a bit. I would
0: have drowned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way things Bridget were going. Out. As they're bringing over like yeah. Shit, a wiffle bat doesn't work. Get, like, get a different stick.
2: Yeah, I remember as a kid being super stressed watching that. And then, like, the horse fort fucking runaway, like, that always wigged me out, too.
0: Oh, see, that felt fun. That's, like, I would put on Dixie Chicks. Cowboy, take me away. (laughs) Horse fort, take me away. (laughs) See you later.
1: The girl screaming was pretty hilarious, too. Because, like, every time it cut from the internal shot of the fort to the external shot of the horse running it added the scream. So it's like, you're inside and she's fine. And then and the horse is smiling. running right
2: to left in frame and it's... Ah! Yeah.
0: yeah. So <laughs> she was
2: she's having a good time inside yeah. the fucking...
0: Yeah. She,
1: was she... When it takes off, her little legs are kicking on the outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty fun.
0: How do we feel about the villain?
1: I thought it looked cool. I mean, you don't get all, there's not like a lot of giant humanoid-looking creatures yeah, in Star force, Wars. Pers- por- force perspe-
2: uh, perspective shit. Yeah, yeah, like,
1: they're typically more monstrous than this. This is very much like a Jack and the Beanstalk, mm-hmm. David Goliath kind of, like, monster. Hell of a head of hair on it, though.
0: Dude, yeah. that was my costume corner comment. Like, <laughs> his hair is laid. Like It's it just, like, the widow's peak is, like... And it just is so luscious, especially compared to, like... Wicket just looks crusty. Yeah. And then you see the Gorax or whatever. Oh, yeah. And it's just like...
2: Pantene, baby. Dude, yeah.
0: s- a, such a suave moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, his character might as well be called the Del Sassoon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs>
1: Sounds like a Star Wars name, so we can run with it. But yeah, no, like, that was kind of cool. Again, it's not very Star Warsy, but the look of it was fun and imposing. And it's it's a cool juxtaposition of having these tiny Ewoks mm-hmm. to this giant, gi- giant, <laughs> right. Cause you know, you, you see them taking out AT-STs, but those are machines. You know, you see them taking out stormtroopers, but those are just five, six foot tall people. Like it was cool to see them cowering underneath this like 20 foot high humanoid person. Um, so that was, that was neat.
2: Yeah. I always enjoyed his little castle thing. It just felt like, like, we're getting into like Temple of Doom territory with some of the shit that's going on, which was fun.
0: Yeah, at the, at the Spider Bridge looked exactly like the Leap of Faith Bridge mm-hmm. in Last Crusade. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like I think that's the same, same map painting. <laughs> like, don't worry about the web. Just, just start walking. You'll be fine. Um,
2: <laughs> we th- did
0: lose an Ewok.
2: We did. did. And that dude is a G. He's a real one.
0: He is a real one. When the rocks came tumbling down, I was genuinely shocked. Probably the only time during this viewing. I was like, they're going to kill an Ewok on ABC primetime? Are you shitting me?
1: Yeah. How did this compare to the other Ewok death that we get in Return of the Jedi for you?
0: Uh, Not as devastating because the person who has to uh, received the news is not an Ewok but Mace who hmm. sucks
1: yeah that really ruined the moment for me where yeah, he's like, like no you need the axe you take e- oh thanks you're my friend bye
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've been shit talking him a lot Adam have you looked at what happens in the next movie I have not would you like to know
1: um no okay I might watch it you might yes Just because this was so inoffensive and just, like, a nice kids movie, essentially, I would be apt to throw it on while, probably while doing something else. Okay. Um, So, for that reason, I think I don't want to hear necessarily what happens. Like, I could easily see, like, doing a Star Wars Lego and throwing this on in the background or, like, opening up figures and throwing this on in the background or... Like it's, I'm in the middle of work one day. Like I throw it on because I'm in a Star Wars mood.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, to where I don't have to super pay attention to it. And I don't expect much of anything from it. So, but hopefully he gets his comeuppance. <laughs> or grows as an actor and becomes less insufferable uh, with one year's time. <laughs> yeah,
2: If he enrolled the Juilliard for that one year, <laughs> it was much better as a result. I don't even think I've seen it, to be honest with you. No, well, there you yeah. go. But I do know a little bit more about
1: it. Okay. So I take it that you, from the fact that you looked it up, that you have no desire to see, to see the next one?
0: No. I'm okay. good. Like, I'm not it, his completist. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: I think most people who have seen both of them and know what they are, mm-hmm. that they enjoy the second one more than this one. Okay.
0: Interesting.
2: Yeah. And this one was always, this was called just an Ewok adventure for everyone. I watched it as a kid. It was called Ewok adventure. Yeah. I
1: think I remember reading it was something where it's they like,
2: changed it because it just obviously you got the second movie that's so it's like Battle of Endor, Ewok, yes. another Ewok adventure. But I think even like in
1: the UK or something, they changed it. I forget what it, what I saw.
2: But yeah, yeah it
1: was, it was a shame that yeah. Mace though was the recipient of watching that person. Cause like you need to sell a death with the person who's still very much alive. In every, like, instance. In every single movie where one person is on their deathbed, the... You get like, eulogize them while they're alive. Yeah, one like, the impact of it very much relies on the person who's holding them in their arms. Like, in uh, Poseidon Adventure, when Gene Hackman's holding the lady like that... Shelley Th- Winters, yeah. yeah. That's so much better than if it was Mace holding that lady who, like, drowned in the water. You'd be like, oh, I don't... I'm not even sad about this, like. Yeah, it's because you suck. Like, if you're sad, then it's probably yeah. a good thing that he walked out. Like, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs>
3: I, I
2: hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I still think about that dive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How could you not?
2: Yeah, I know. it's so perfect. It makes me smile. Yeah, what do you guys think of like the mystical elements of this? So it does get sort of some fairy tale type of type of shit. Like, I like. I always enjoyed like when they each each of them get their own little. Little trinket or whatever.
0: Yeah. Or
2: like the spinning Star Wars dreidel that fucking <laughs>
0: yeah. that,
2: that, that telegraphs what they're gonna see. Yeah. The crystal ball dreidel. Correct. yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I liked it. Because I do. I like I like a never ending story. I like a dark crystal. I like a labyrinth. I like.
2: Yeah, because really, cause outside, moves outside of, of this the era. force in Star Wars, everything else is like tactical, concrete. Mm hmm you know technology that's producing what you're seeing other than that it's just the force here you're actually seeing like magic
1: yeah uh, there's
2: that ma- there's magic
1: the, in star wars like in the movies no but oh, in, like yeah okay. in clone wars there's giant arcs with like witches okay are, so like, maybe okay force adjacent but also like our witches right um so like that has some and granted that's created 20 years on from when this was. Sure. So this is really the first instance of non-force
2: oh, okay. mag- magic,
1: right. per se, but um, technically it does fit retroactively within
2: the canon of Star Wars. Yeah.
1: That does include some...
2: But I would imagine, element. yeah, like, that coexists in the same, like, highway or lane as the other technological stuff in Star Wars. We're here. That just falls by the wayside, and all we have is magic. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because they're, oh, it's a gun is the only, and that and weird, even like, the, fire starter, lightsaber. Thing right. Has. Like, that's all the technology we see, and the life alert bracelets that like, literally have no point. Like, they make several points of being like, oh, dad doesn't have his life alert bracelet, or I really hope the kids are still wearing their life alert bracelet. But, like, that never comes up. That never helps them in any way. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. here's a thing we have on our wrist. Maybe you'll buy it when it's a toy. Oh, I wanted it, baby.
2: I <laughs> wanted it. Yeah, it just looked like the talkback thing from Home Alone wrapped around your wrist.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't mind the magic, especially because we don't know anything of Ewok culture. So it's not like, like oh, this flies in the face of Return of the Jedi about, you know, there are practical people who build things out of rocks and sticks and rope. It's okay. That's no.
2: why I like how it exists as like a campfire story. Mm-hmm. The movie itself living within a fire that would be on end or told by Ewoks mm-hmm. or by other people opposed to just being like someone's brainchild on earth about you know what i mean what a star wars movie should be mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah i mean like i could see the complaint if you wanted to be like well then how come they didn't use any magic to beat the empire like why did they just let that go by the wayside where was the where was the crystal
2: that uh knocks stalactites down why didn't they use yeah that? why are the fairies that would have knocked down the at and all the other fucking shit on Empire. Yeah. yeah
1: but ultimately it doesn't matter those are probably on some other side of the planet where that Tinkerbell yeah. nesting ground is, you know? Like, okay, right. so they're not uh, available to help because they went on a journey, so they probably went super far away from where that battle took place. Right. Um, so it's fine. And especially, like you said, thinking about it as a campfire story it makes it so that way I don't even... Yeah, it just like lets... It.
2: Unless it and does all the fantastical stuff without offending anything that happened in mm-hmm. the Star Wars universe, per se.
1: You can even think of it as the narrator is a future 150 years in the future Ewok who now has learned English... <laughs> retelling this story to a group
2: of Ewoks. Right, because even like even like the blaster and some of the things that like we'd, we would recognize doesn't even behave like the blasters that we know. It doesn't even call it a blaster, it calls it a gun. So it's like, it's yeah. almost like someone it's like telephone, like you're hearing the story like mm-hmm. for the 50th time being retold a different way and someone's just translated it to gun. Yeah, it's like and, video telestration. Correct.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, I know they say the story is credited to Lucas. This movie really feels like a script that was being shopped around. Someone looked at it and said, bones are alright. I can put the skin of an Ewok on top of those bones.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is fine, but I like don't I don't know. I just, like, don't believe this was It's originally written to be a Star Wars No,
2: it's story. closer to a Frank Oz production where you take the Ewoks out, you mm-hmm. put fucking Muppets or some sort of puppetry in place, and you have a Frank Oz production. A hundred percent.
0: I don't know, man.
2: I could see I it being, like,
0: but... like... Mr. An... Lucas, yeah. please respond.
2: I feel like I
1: could see the, the pitch going like this. Like, George, do you want to do another Star Wars movie? yeah, what if we had the Ewoks going on an adventure? And like, they're like, cool, we'll run with that. And then they brought it back and said story by George Lucas because he said, what if the Ewoks went on an adventure? Yeah. And like, mm. like I think that's literally how much he probably would have had input because I don't think a story by George Lucas would have included all those real world animals I listed, would have included the word gun, would have included any of the other things that are oh, super real world yeah. about this. I think he would have just been like, no, it's, we're not, they're not called guns, they're called blasters. Or they're called photon cannons or ion torpedoes or whatever. Like, they're not called guns. And just make up some new creatures. Like, put horns on that ferret. Put, you know, like... You know, <laughs> no, really. Put, put a jacket on the bunny so it looks different. Like, just... A little yeah. Han Solo jacket vest or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, like, another creature. It's like, oh, that's from a planet of bunny men. But he's just resting. So he's that's why he's wearing a vest and pants. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they would have done something to jazz to star wars some of these elements whereas you know they didn't
2: yeah i only glanced briefly at the wikipedia production about this and it's not very robust in any way it's pretty short but they did mention that i think he was he was very disappointed with the holiday special and how tv treated star wars
3: mm-hmm. or
2: how it was in a, how it came out that this was sort of ordered pretty quickly and like abc wanted to be like a full feature movie so Again, I'm not sure they got too off the ground <laughs> yeah. from where they were, but...
0: I did read something. The uh, actor who portrays Mace said that Lucas was on set and gave him and the girl who portrayed Sindel and Warwick cameras to like film their experience of like making a movie. He just was like, I feel like this would be interesting. Hmm. <laughs> I make a movie about making a movie through the eyes of a child, which that feels like a very George Lucas thing to do. Yeah, the movie, this movie, does not feel like a very George Lucas movie.
1: Oh, here you go. This is right from that same Wikipedia article. Uh, sometime after the release of Return of the Jedi, George Lucas had the idea for a television special involving Ewoks. The idea emerged from his desire to make a movie for his young daughter, who was a particular fan of the Ewoks. Uh, so they pitched the idea to. Television networks, all of them turned it down except ABC, who agreed on the condition of the project build two hours. So that, like, that's I think that's literally it. He said, "I, I want to make a TV special for Ew about Ewoks," and then they went, "Cool. Does anyone have a D and D campaign we can turn into <laughs> to an Ewok <laughs> yeah. adventure? Does anybody does anybody misremember the never-ending Story and can we do that? Because <laughs> that's fine, right? Yeah. Instead of the flying dog, we'll get a hang glider. It's fine. It, it all works out." <laughs> hang glider. That was cool. I kind of wished it was more of, like, a Da Vinci's flying machine version, like, that the Ewoks built, because, right. like, they're pretty good engineers from what we see in Return of the Jedi. Like, they make a lot of little things that can kill big machines and take stuff down, so it would have been it would have been cool if it was a little more engineering to it, but I like the hang glider. I thought that was neat.
2: Yeah, I love it. I think it's such a great open. I mean, obviously we start with the open with the, the Gorax, whatever the fuck it's called, and the the parents being taken away, but... <laughs> The following sequence with the hang glider is always got my jimmies going as a (laughs) kid. (laughs) I
1: love when he, he finally finds the kids that are missing and they're just like in that rock or whatever. And he's just doing circles in the hang glider and he throws down the rope and then it cuts to the Ewoks and the rope comes in from like the right or the left and they catch it. And it's almost like it comes from below them where it's just like, what? What are you doing, guys? Just drop the rope from something. Right, like, yeah. Get a ladder and throw it up in the air so it falls onto them. Like don't just toss it to them from next from right next to them. This isn't like soft toss in baseball right, or like yeah. a basketball drill. <laughs>
2: and I've talked about this before. It's what I find about charming about like small independent movies that have like no budget and they just figure out ways to make shots work or cheat shots and they don't always <laughs> What or like don't
0: understand, or understand, like can't like conceptualize, like no, he he threw him the rope and they caught the rope. What's yeah. the problem? Yeah.
2: Or like they just they put it in the can or whatever, and they're like we threw it from the right, right? Well, we can't check it right now. It's already in the can. I, I think I, I think we threw the rope from the right.
1: Yeah, we shipped the daily yeah. off to California already. already so yeah, already
2: could George just like- George said it's coming in from the left, guys. <laughs> we don't have any money to reshoot re- shoot it.
1: No, but just, like, climb a tree. You're in the woods. Climb a tree and drop it down. Like, figure it out. Guys. Yeah. But I love I love Pretty Hard at that yeah. one. Because it's just... It was such a quick cut to them receiving the rope. And it's like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how oh, this works.
2: I did notice that Joe Johnson was the production designer on this movie. Mm-hmm. Who uh, A guy who directed Gremlins. Worked on a bunch of Star Wars movies. Rocketeer. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, always like to see people work on small projects like this in the beginning of their careers.
1: Yeah, because I think he worked on Return of the Jedi, if not yeah. also Empire. Like, I know he was around for a lot of that. Yeah, he probably did a of solid
2: on this one. <laughs> I'm sure he was the one behind the, the gutted out orange and blueberries. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, like, to be clear, you know, there's not a lot in the movie that makes you feel like this is a Star Wars movie. They've recreated some of the Ewok village a little bit like the huts but there are set design choices like that feel very rich like just the fact that you like all right there's a rabbit loose and the the ferret is going to be moving around that ruins the continuity in all of the shots yeah but it does create a a feeling that you're like okay i can get a sense of this place
2: yeah, I mean, a lot of the time I feel like I'm watching, like, the footage from, like, Serbert Village or, like, Plymouth Village. Like, yeah. it just—it's not—I am not on Endor right now. Because, yeah, I, I almost—I'm thinking back to Return of the Jedi. I don't think I saw any sort of, like, dwellings or, like, any sort of houses on the ground level. They were always up in the trees. The trees. So yeah. it was interesting to see these huts on the ground level.
0: Like a wigwam.
2: Right.
1: It also seemed like it wasn't super densely populated. Like I feel like in, in Return of the Jedi you get to see a lot more Ewoks, where here it's it's literally just Wickets family. And like that's that's it. Right. And then the the warriors they find along the way. Yeah. But it's but if they're supposed to be in that village, like when they go see the shaman or whatever, I expected to see like a dozen, couple dozen Ewoks just walking around traipsing through and it's like you have the costumes, like you have the people to be in those costumes from two years ago like just just get some people in or just film some shots of the same five actors walking in different costumes and splice it all together you know like do do something to make it feel a little bit more lived in because it it did feel oddly barren as a society when we've seen it bustling right so that took me out of it a little
2: yeah. bit too but, I mean, even, like, Lucas went on with special editions to, like, fill in those spaces, too, mm-hmm. from, like, the originals, you know what I mean? Like, the celebrations that happened at the end of Jedi in that yeah. village, just, he just, like, copy and pasted, like, a million dancing Ewoks.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, like, even in the battles, there seems to be
2: more than, you know... No, it's... right, no, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. The budget is evident.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That being said, though, like, the effects, like, the magic effects and stuff don't look that wonky, like... Him being trapped under the water looked cool. Like yeah. I don't know how. I'm sure they just it was just plexiglass that was. Yeah, and
2: he was like five feet away from air.
1: Yeah, um, but like the effects looked good enough for the 1980s.
2: Yeah, I mean the stop motion was on par with, and forgive me, whatever that the thing is called in Return of the Jedi that's in the fucking oh the rancor, in, the rancor. correct yeah. It um, seems like some of us
1: are less fans than others.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, we figured that out pretty quickly. And I didn't know there was magic in Star Wars, guys.
0: Yeah. No. The, mm. I would have... That's... To me, the in my Star Wars, there's not magic. But I, I yeah. guess that makes sense. Yeah. I'm just thinking now about the time that you and I played Star Wars heads up and, like, mm. got, like, 30 in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, to and they, get, like people who were coming from another room would be like, What is going on?
1: It was team based and I was like, I'm not even looking at the rest of the team. Bridget, go. Yeah. <laughs> Bridget, you got this. But thirty eight minutes in, Empire Strikes Back, go. And you're yeah. like, Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Where is Cloud City? Best man. Like <laughs> 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 Boom boom boom.
1: Yeah, Johnny was telling to the bar at that point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. You would have gone.
1: Yeah. But yeah, this yeah, the the stop motion's fine. I love when the they're fighting the big like rat dog thing and one of the ewoks jumps onto it with and like stabs it with its spear but then the stop motion puppet now has an added puppet of the mini ewok riding. oh yeah we got a stop motion ewok yeah (laughs) so i I like that they didn't just forget that the ewok jumped on and they're like oh he fell off the back like no they put a little ewok claymation puppet on top too Like that was that was fun i thought that was cool but even like the the magic zip of the when they knock down the the rock structure onto the giant and like the transformation of the uh, the whatever the thing was that like turned into the lizard and then turned into the, the mouse. And even that looks fine. The little, I love the little like magic ripples in the water whenever they would put something into it oh, and yeah. they have it disappear. Oh, that's
2: so like Return to Oz, Dark Crystal effects. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Yeah. Favorite Ewok. I mean, it's probably pretty clear, but. The one that died. Yeah. <laughs> the um, one that died.
0: I, I like the, the wizard Ewok. Ooh, yeah. Oh, okay.
2: cool. Calm, calculated. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't have the, a lot to say. And I love the way he smacked down
1: Mace when Mace was like, I want that badass yeah.
2: crystal. He's like, you get a
1: rock. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I like when they roll up on the wizard one, too. Yeah. What was that? I, I caught the name at the end. Oh, Kank. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, and they walk up, and it seems like she's standing behind a fence but like it's a single like fence
2: post or whatever yeah yeah,
0: in the middle of the woods (laughs) (laughs) they just were like "Eh, this feels like a house right that's enough
1: yeah that's enough that's enough i did like how you can hear like the ewok theme tune Mm-hmm. from Return of the Jedi as a motif in this. Yeah, it's in there a bit. Because um, when that picked up, I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, that's just like a nice little feeling that they, they included this little tidbit of it uh, in a score that I think feels very Star Wars, even though it's not John Williams. And most of the other mo- most of the rest of the movie doesn't feel like Star Wars, but the score at least kind of feels
2: like it. It feels nice like a John Williams mm-hmm. rip off, but it sounds good enough. I hate the Tinkerbell shit.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was like a fun little thing to happen when they were all swirling around or whatever. But then when they all like went into the candle, which again was super weird. And then they're just like, oh, you don't get to go hang out with your friends in the candle. You'd have to live in my pocket now. It's like, oh, okay. Can we can we send the Tinkerbell back to the candle with her friends? Because I don't want to see it again. Right.
0: Yeah. And then we see her again immediately.
1: Yeah. The she, following scene. She does help save the day. So that's nice. Um, I was watching it as it was, like, flickering around at the end, and, like, you see the black, which I thought in the first go-around was meant to be its eyes, but in the second go-around, it looks like it's eyelashes. Like, it's not actually eyes, no. it's eyelashes. Yeah. And I'm like, it's weird that it has, like, drag queen eyelashes. is <laughs> buzzing around.
0: We got a, yeah, drag queen, Tinkerbell, great wig on the villain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just very draggy. <laughs> in general.
1: <laughs> Yeah, you throw those eyebrows on the monster, boom. It's winning Drag Race Season 85. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever.
0: I think we're close. <laughs> we're close. Star Wars names get made fun of a lot. Mm hmm. But this feels like a pretty egregious like example of a bad Star Wars name. The dad's name is Jeremit.
2: Mm hmm. Jeremit?
0: Jeremit. Like, Jeremy, but instead of pronouncing the letter Y, you say I-T-T. Mm-hmm. Jeremit.
1: I mean, the mom's name is Catherine, Like, so it's basically Catherine. Yeah. Like, it's spelled a little different, but it's still...
0: That just, that to me feels like a real name, though.
1: Even Jeremit
0: Sin- is pushing it.
1: Yeah. I mean, Sindel is Cindy. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, Wicket's brother or whatever is named Deej. Which is, like, a nickname for someone named DJ, which is also a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, th- these are... And again, I think this is because they're translating a script that isn't Star Wars. And the names were probably Jeremy, Catherine, Cindy, and, like, Mike. And they changed it to Mace, Sindel, Jeremit, and Catherine. You know, like, a, this seems like a copy and paste, but change, change a couple letters so you don't get caught. <laughs> right. Which, again, ultimately is fine. It's not the first... It probably isn't the first movie to take a script that existed for something else and slap an IP over top of it. It certainly isn't the last. This has been happening for years and years and years. You can look at most like new IP things and be like, this wasn't that movie. Like Every Rambo is just a random action war yeah. movie that then they slap Rambo onto. Because it's all just the generic same thing. So it's it's not the first time it's happened, and it certainly won't be the last. But yeah, Jeremit is pretty man.
0: It's, it's not good.
1: Thankfully, he's not in it enough, so they don't have to constantly be like, Jeremit, come here. Jeremit, help me up the, this cliff.
2: Ugh. I do like some of these blurbs from, like, critics. This guy from the New York Times says, aggressively simple. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that Mr. Lucas and crew do not come up with anything terribly astonishing.
1: Agreed.
0: Yep. Love a bitchy movie review. No,
2: oh, I love it.
1: The poster's pretty great.
3: <laughs>
0: it's a poster great poster is pretty cool.
1: Like the the whole painting, like and you see it you don't have to necessarily search out the poster, but you'll see it when you open it up on Disney Plus. But it's it's great. Although Mace is a little too front and center for my liking. Get him out of there.
0: Just it, squint, pretend it's Mark Hamill. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it works. Alright, how do we feel about this tagline? Do you agree or disagree? You'll live the adventure, you'll love its
0: heroes.
2: I'd rather be, you'll live the adventure, you'll love the horses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you'll adventure, you'll love some of the heroes.
1: <laughs> you'll love the pieces furry of ones. Them. Yeah. yeah. You got all the Tinkerbells on here, mom and dad make an appearance, and then you get Wicket and the Shaman, which is great. And the shaman—he's got his big stick and his like outstretched paw, I'm like yeah, <laughs> bitching.
2: Yeah, the poster—it almost looks like Sindel is shooting the gun.
1: That would have been cooler—the little girl with her. Oh yeah, with her gun. <laughs> Any other final thoughts from you guys, Bridget? Do you have a? Want to wrap it up? Put it into a blurb.
0: Uh, it is is easier for me to get a sense of why this was memory hold. Hmm like culturally mm-hmm. now. I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily recommend this for Star Wars fans, but if you're a big fan of 80s children's fantasy, it's worth checking out.
1: Yeah, and you don't need to see have seen any Star Wars to None. to jump into this. You might as well just pretend it's a new franchise with two movies <laughs> that take place within a a fantasy realm. Very true.
2: Johnny yeah, I. The more that I'm thinking about it now, I almost and I and I forget what other movies we had on the podcast where I was like, I kind of wish that we had not revisited because I like the the faint memory of it mm. existing there. And like now that we've un, un, unearthed it, and it's like it's actually real, and it's actually all that shit actually happened and stuff that I enjoyed as a kid. I know again, I it's whatever. I think it's very charming. Okay. I think again, it does work as like the Return to Oz type of thing, but. Even like Return to Oz, which I have also not seen in a very long time, is like a movie that I, like, I'm trepiditious about revisiting because I like the idea of it being a hazy memory
3: mm-hmm.
2: and almost like the idea of mentioning to someone and people like, that movie never happened. You are crazy. What are you talking about? And I'd like to feel like I'm crazy, and that's my own memory, yeah, and not anyone else's,
0: and not like like I
2: feel like I just shared a memory with you guys, yeah, yeah. Like I opened we... a photo album of like or like <laughs> a, or like you know like in elementary school when they told you to like write or draw illustrate your, stories like your or whatever, family? yeah, yeah. Like my fantasy story of Star Wars, like <laughs> I basically read that to you, but yeah, it's certainly not as shitty as I thought maybe it was gonna be after watching it thirty years later, but. Like you said, it works so much better as a fantasy uh, movie, and I would totally show uh, my kids this. If, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Adam?
1: Yeah, that's kind of where I am on it. Like, I'm, I'll am i never watch it again unless I'm showing it to a kid. Yeah. You know? Um, just to be like, here's more stuff. It doesn't matter as much as the other stuff, but here's more stuff, and this is kind of in your wheelhouse, and maybe this will make you want to watch other fantasy things, because it's wrapped up in a star wars thing we already watched together you know i wouldn't show yeah. this to them without the context of other star wars but oh uh, yeah it's just like a fun little kids movie it's it's inoffensive it's not there's nothing to it it's a generic story of we got to go rescue some people and the it's just let's follow these kids as they go on a rescue mission like it's there's nothing to it i i I'm not angry at it. I don't think it was the worst movie ever. It's kind of boring, but I think that's because it's meant for kids. So it has to be basic and easy, uh, easily accessible. So it's just like, okay, I'll, you know, I can throw this on in the background or I can watch my kid watching it. Yeah. More so than I would ever want to go back and watch it. And like I said, I might throw on the sequel, just like have it on, especially now that I've seen this one, just to be like, you know, is it is it good? Is it whatever? It'll be complete
2: you know what I mean? You want to fill in the gap.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I went this long without seeing them that I was in no rush to see them. <laughs> no, see them. right. Not really in a rush. To, like, I'm not going to go out tomorrow and put this on.
2: No, this right, other, but you put but, one foot in this pond, you may as well put another in. Yeah, just especially because it is so easy to
1: watch, especially if I'm doing something else. Yeah. Like, I would not. I won't watch the sequel unless, like, I'm playing a video game on a handheld or scrolling on my phone, or watching my kid watch it. You know, like, it's not going to be a sit down, take notes like this was, unless we wanted to cover it, but it doesn't seem like we want to, which (laughs) is fair. Uh, But ultimately, yeah, it's, I expected nothing. I got very basic, generic, honestly pretty good for a TV movie if I had to, like, if this was released theatrically, oh my god, what a mess. But as a TV movie, actually
3: pretty decent, like,
1: you know? So good for them, I guess. It's a good first attempt at a real Star Wars TV movie beyond just the holiday special.
2: Right. You almost wish there was a story that came with this movie that, like, the plague, the production, or there was some sort of nightmare situation Mm -hmm. that it would have like a 20-page Wikipedia production section, and it doesn't, and it just... because you're grasping at something for this movie, but...
0: Not every movie can be Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. Right,
2: exactly.
1: Yeah, no, because ultimately they wanted to make an Ewok adventure, and they kind of did it. They made one, yeah, and it's fine, yeah. <laughs> it, and it's not for me,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I it is a, a flex for Lucas's daughter. Like I like D Walk, so my dad just made another movie for me. Mm-hmm.
2: Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Thanks,
0: Dad.
1: You know, other kids loved it, but you're right. Don't seek it out if you if you want to keep it as a vague Mandela effect. In, That's exactly in brain, yeah. Do it. Yeah. Just leave it there. It's yeah. fine. If you want to show it to a kid, that's fine, too. They'd probably get a kick out of it. They'd probably love seeing the little girl interact with the bears. Like, that's great. So, do it up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But also, do you want to see an Ewok hang glide?
2: I think the answer to that that's is... That's probably good. the biggest selling point. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could even say, it. do you want to see an Ewok in the beginning of a movie, like, 15 minutes in, on yeah. a hang yeah, glider? Yeah, you don't even have
1: to wait very long. Yeah. Yeah. You'll live the adventure. You'll love seeing an Ewok hang glide. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll do it then for this week's episode of Fine, I'll Watch It. Remember, you can find every episode of Fine, I'll Watch It every Thursday morning on Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Remember, you can rate and review this show in-app on Apple Music and Spotify. Uh, so let us know what you think of the show. Hopefully you love it and give us five stars. Uh, you can let us know also what you think of Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods what your favorite non-canon media is, uh, what your favorite Star Wars television property is. Is it Clone Wars? Is it Rebels? Is it the new stuff? Is it this? Is it droids? Is it the Tartakovsky Clone Wars? Uh, and what do you think of Battle for Endor, the second film in the Ewok adventure uh, two-pack? Let us <laughs> know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for fine, I'll watch it. My name is Adam.
0: I'm Bridget.
2: And I'm Johnny. Yeah, thanks so much for listening.